welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast. I am your host, Cody McBroom, the CEO of Tailored Coaching Method, a world-renowned online coaching company. This podcast is built to help you create a life by design. That's what the Tailored Life is. It's choosing to blaze your own path, make your own decisions, and create a life you desire. So in this podcast, you're going to learn ways to optimize your body, optimize your mind, optimize your relationships and optimize your business and career this is the podcast for personal development junkies and people who can't stop growing because they strive for more we are also going to bring on experts in every single field to teach you their own expertise so you're not only learning from me four days a week but I'm bringing other professionals in to teach you their principles too so if you love personal development and you constantly want to strive for more in life this is the podcast for you. Make sure you hit subscribe, send this to a friend that needs it, and keep listening to improve your life all around. And without any further ado, let's get into the Tailored Life Podcast. I'm going to keep this one short, guys. I'm going to keep this intro short because this podcast is about to get intense. So today I got off a call uh, with a guy that I met on Instagram. We were just going back and forth, bullshitting on some stuff. And I was really just trying to help him get out of his own head and, and achieve better results. And I, I had to get him on the phone, right? So I get him on the phone and I just have a free call with him. And we, it just got super fucking deep. And we talked about a lot of things. We talked about self-acceptance. We talked about anxiety, depression, overwhelm. We talked about uh, essentially the only ways that you can alleviate all these negative things that happen to us internally so that we can become more, right? How do we become, how do I become Cody 2.0? How do I become the superhuman version of myself? How do I become so great that even I see that I'm great? That's a, that's a big pill to swallow. It's a hard one to think about, but there's a lot of things that we do subconsciously that sabotage ourselves from becoming our greatest selves. And that's what I'm going to dive into today. And, and we're going to title this podcast, uh, I'm, I'm recording this intro weeks before it airs, so we're probably going to title it a, 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 Action Alleviates Anxiety, I almost butchered that. Action Alleviates Anxiety, and it's true 100% of the time. And I think this is going to really, like, if you really, really listen, I want you guys to seriously listen. And I go off, I mean, I'm hyped during this, so you might want to, like, slow it down on, like, half speed, because I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm zooming through this podcast. But you might want to slow this down, re- listen to it again, like, I'm serious, like, the, the shit I'm going to talk about is, is life-changing. If you take it seriously, it will change your life if you, if you decide to operate this way, and I mean that. So, take it seriously. I appreciate you listening, and, and I really appreciate those who take this seriously and, and do these things and start taking these things into consideration with your day-to-day lives and how you operate around other people. Uh, before we get in the podcast real quick, number one, if this changes you, if this helps you, if this impacts you, please do me a favor and share it on Instagram. That is the best way for us to... to Get this message out there. Take a screenshot. Tag me at Cody McBroom. I want to thank you and share it on my story. Um, in fact, send this to a friend. This is one of those ones that gets really deep. And if you have somebody in your life that you know needs a fire under their ass, they need something, they want change, they want success, and they're just stuck or not taking action, please send them this podcast, this exact episode, because it will change the way they operate if they give it a listen. And you want to be a part of their change just like I want to be. So please do me a favor and send this to somebody. Um, the last thing is this, these, these Monday podcasts are always sponsored by the Taylor trainer. This is your one stop shop to get smart, safe, and actually effective training programs that are based on research evidence and science delivered to you every single day through an app. And it is tailored to you, your schedule, your goals, everything, your experience level. Um, in my opinion, this is the best. Yes, I'm biased, but I really do think this go look at the reviews on the app store. They're amazing. I think this is the best training app there is on the market period. And it's less than a dollar a day. It's you're basically stealing my best programs 
every single day, literally. So go check it out, guys. There's a link in the show notes. You can go to uh, taylortrainer.net. And without any further ado, let's get into this episode, Action Alleviates Anxiety. I'm interrupting my workflow on a busy Monday to to bring you this podcast. Um, I'm just hyped up right now. Shit, if this cord wasn't so damn short, I'd probably be pacing around the room like I just was on that phone call. But the reason I wanted to, to record this is because, you know, these Monday Motivation podcasts that I do every once in a while, it, it really is done just like this. It's kind of on a whim, right? I get an idea. I have a thought. I usually say something to somebody and it just clicks and I just have to fucking record it. I just have to put it on a podcast. Um, but I just got off the phone with somebody, right? So I'm DMing this guy on Instagram. He's DMing me and he's, we're talking about different things and the conversation gets pretty fucking deep. So I start sending voice memos and stuff. And I end up getting on the phone with him, right? So I get on the phone with this guy and we're talking about fitness. I mean, his goal is to change his body, but the thing that's holding his body back or his goals back or himself back from achieving the body he wants, it's really his mind, right? And we see this quite often. Usually the mind is what stops the body from from getting where it needs to be. And we were talking about this idea of creating your best self. And I said to him, I was like, man, I want so badly for my daughter to look up at me, you know, as she gets older, she's three now, as she gets four, five, six, seven, as long as possible until she realizes that superheroes aren't a real thing. I want her to look at me and think like, I think my dad's a fucking superhero, (laughs) a dad by day, a superhero by night. Or when he goes off to work, is he, is he fighting crime? Like I want, I know it sounds ridiculous, but I, I literally think about this and how do I achieve that? right? And I'm going to bounce around a little bit with this, but, but follow me here. How do I achieve that? I achieve that by becoming the best version of myself emotionally, spiritually, financially. Uh, I don't know what would be relationshiply <laughs> in my, my family life with my marriage, which usually is a result of becoming better at myself personally, physically, intelligently, emotionally, mentally, right? All these things. I want to get better across the board and that's how I become a superhero. Right? That's how you become the superhuman version of yourself. And it requires a lot of fucking work. It requires daily work. I just posted something on Instagram a little bit ago. And I said, personal development is not watching Gary Vee YouTube videos and reading Tony Robbins books. It's not. It's doing the work every fucking day. It's a daily repetition of the simple habits and practices that you learn from those people who write those books. So yes, I'm not saying don't read personal development books. I read them all the time. Don't go to seminars. Don't watch YouTube videos. No, no, no. Do it. But, but watching something, right, planning something, seeing something, considering something without taking action on doing it is just dreaming. You're daydreaming at that point. It requires action consistently to get better. But I'm having this conversation with this guy. And we start talking about insecurities because his biggest letdown is his insecurities, his insecurity of going to the gym, his insecurity of changing and seeing what people would think, his insecurity behind taking action more frequently and failing potentially, right? And it stems back from multiple things, but it ultimately comes down to one simple thing. And I think this is the thing that I wanted to talk so bad about on the mic and that I think so many people relate to. It's worthiness. He's lacking worthiness. And why is that? It's because at some point in time, you know, and obviously I'm not saying any names here, but I told him, I was like, dude, I get it. It was the same thing with the same person for me. At one point in time, he felt unworthy due to his father, 
right? And I felt that way before too. And it had nothing to do with my dad being a bad dad. He was doing everything he could to do the right thing and be there in the way he could be. He wasn't there the way I needed him to be for a long time. He is now. We're great. He's one of the best friends. But for a long time, he wasn't. And therefore, I was searching for worthiness from him. I wanted him to tell me one damn thing. I am proud, right? I wanted him to be proud of me. And that's what this guy wanted. He wanted approval from somebody else because until he had that approval from somebody else, he was not worthy. So I don't care if it's your grandparents. I don't care if it's your parents, your siblings, your husband or wife, your friends, whoever it is. Seeking approval from other people, one, is very rarely fulfilling or satisfying like you want it to be. Number two, it's not going to give you worthiness or self-acceptance. You have to accept yourself. You have to create worthiness for yourself, right? So I'm searching for this from my dad for the longest time. And for me, it was a financial thing, right? Because the reason my dad wasn't around a lot is because he was working, right? Uh, he was actually, t- I had a real conversation with him recently and it was just like, fuck, man, like I'm trying so hard as a young father and entrepreneur to make sure I run a successful business, I impact people in a positive way, and I'm still there for my family. And it is a hard fucking balance to have. I don't care what anybody tells you. Balance is bullshit. Whatever you put the most time into is what's going to flourish the most, right? It's, it's, it's a fact. And, and there's certain things as a parent you have to make sacrifices, right? I decided for my family's sake, to make the sacrifice of getting less time with my daughter so that I could create the business that I created to impact the people that I'm impacting and to support the team that I'm supporting and to give them the life, my family, the life that they deserve. But my daughter has no idea what a bank account even is. She doesn't know what mortgage is. She doesn't know that the clothes she wears cost money. So me spending too much time in that area Although may provide something, it's not providing her with what she really needs. And I'm conscious and aware of that because of my childhood, right? It took me a while to get this because I would go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. That's just my personality. I'm an all-in kind of guy. So I'd go all-in in one area and the other side would, would kind of fall back. And then I'd switch. And then it, the other side would fall back. And then I'd switch, right? I'm finally in a place in my life that I can honestly say, I get it. I know how to move the needle forward in all these areas. And it took me a while. But... I've always been aware and conscious of this because my dad was just trying to move the financial needle forward. He thought in order to be the best dad possible and to provide the life that I needed, he needed to make a lot of money so we could have things. And when I was a child, we, he, made good, he made great money. We had a, a good life, right? I, my parents got divorced at a young age. So that kind of changed because they got divorced. He stepped down. My mom had a good job. I moved to my grandma for a little bit. Like it was, it was a whole whirlwind of stuff. Everything worked out. And now I'm closer to everybody in my family because of it. So I think it was a blessing in disguise. I think God made it happen for a reason. But the reason I'm saying this is because, you know, he was over not long ago and he was telling us that he would wake up at seven in the morning. No, he would be gone by seven in the morning, right? So before I woke up, he would be gone every morning before I woke up, he'd be gone to go to work and he would get home after I went to bed, Monday through Friday, every single night, right? Every single day. And then on the weekends, if he wasn't traveling for work or at a golf tournament, you know, he'd, he'd make it to some of our game stuff. But he said, he was like, the biggest regret I've ever had is, is missing all those times. Like, I don't have, you know, I have something to show for some of the money I made. But re- realistically, I don't. I lost all those times. I regret it so much. And hearing him say the regret, it meant a lot to me. That's all that mattered, right? But 
it makes me hyper aware and conscious of what I need to do to make sure that I'm in both places. But here's the thing. The reason I, I went on that tangent and I was explaining to this guy on the phone. For the longest time, I thought in order to gain my dad's approval and to be worthy, quote unquote, even though this is all subconscious, mind you, because I didn't realize this until a mentor and a therapist and a guide showed me, hey, (laughs) do you see these patterns of what you're doing and why you're doing it? And obviously I didn't, but I had to have somebody ask me the right questions and kind of help self-discover that. And most people do. So I'd really encourage you to listen deeply and just think about areas of your life where you could potentially be doing this in another way because it's affecting your ability to grow. I was seeking approval through financial well-being, right? So I bought a new Jeep. It's like, yo, dad, I bought a brand new Jeep Wrangler, put some tires and wheels on it, check this out. And he was like, oh, that's cool. That's, that's a nice Jeep. I'm not a Jeep guy, but it's a nice Jeep. I'll never, I'll never fucking forget this. Mom, I'm not a Jeep guy, but be careful. You know, you hear those transmissions go out pretty frequently. And I'm just like, really? Are you fucking kidding me? You can't just be like, man, that is a dope Jeep. That's all I want. You know, just tell me it's a dope fucking car. So get the Jeep. Didn't get anything from him. I'm like, all right, whatever. Well, I like the Jeep, so it's cool. So go buy a house, right? Buy my first house. I'm stoked about this. Show my dad. Nothing crazy. Mind you, first person I show, immediately send him a picture. Look at the house I just bought. Oh, you went back to Fife. Because we used to live in Fife. And I'm like, man, you can't just tell me (laughs) you bought a two-story house for your first home? Like, that's amazing. No. The next thing, I trade in my Jeep. I get a BMW. BMW 3 Series, 328i, bullet gray, Remove the emblems, black out everything, tinted windows, tinted 20-inch rims, tinted grill. The shit was sick, right? It wasn't brand, brand new, but I mean, it was relatively, it was within a few years. So I think at the time, it was like 2017 when I got it, 2018, and I, I think it was a 2014, right? So I'm pumped, and it was, it was dark gray, right? And that's what he said. You went with gray? what? <laughs> so this whole time, I'm just, I'm just waiting for him to be like, son, you bought a BMW. I am so proud of you. But he doesn't give a shit. I thought he did. I was seeking his approval through, the, through something that didn't matter, right? Years later, after I stopped seeking his approval, after I heard, actually what really triggered this whole thing was I heard Drew Cannoli on a podcast talk about seeking the approval of, I want to say it was his dad, but he was talking about the story and it just clicked. And I was like, man, I've been doing this. This is dictating my actions, right? And this is, there's going to be two big lessons in this podcast. And you guys know how I go. I go these little weird tangent stories and rants and then it comes back and I promise I'm going to teach some. I'm doing this. I need to stop. I need to start doing stuff for me, right? I don't even like this fucking car. (laughs) I I like SUVs and Jeeps and trucks. So I did eventually trade that in, got a nice truck. But my point is, I stopped at that point seeking the approval for others to determine my worthiness. You know what I did? I started posting on social media the things that I felt would impact people, the things that I needed to hear, the things that I thought were influential. The things that I thought would make people change. I started acting on giving and acting on impact and acting on my own self-beliefs in the vision of what I thought was right. I started chasing the body that I wanted, not the body that I wanted to show to other people, 
which didn't have anything to do with a six-pack. It had everything to do with not having a beer belly, but man, I just wanted big arms and big traps. That was my thing. I want big biceps and I want big-ass traps. I don't know why, but that's my thing. And I wanted to enjoy beer on Saturday at noon if I wanted to and wine at night because I like alcohol. I wanted to do these things, right? And I stopped seeking the approval for others. Guess what? Everything worked out. My social media grew. My business grew. My finances grew. My family flourished. My clients flourished. People were being more impacted. People felt like they knew me more. I would meet people in person. I met a lady at Costco. I met a, lady, uh, a couple at uh, what we call out here the Super Mall. I met somebody at a Luke Combs country concert. I met these people in these public places. And it was the weirdest thing because they all, they listened to the podcast and they, were, they spotted me out. They called me Boom Boom and we started talking. And each and every one of them, and this goes for all the calls that have gone, people are like, man, you are exactly how you sound on the podcast. And I'm like, thank you. Because that's my fucking goal. That's what I'm after. It's being me. But I only got there by avoiding this, this journey to become accepted by other people. My worthiness was no longer dictated by what I thought my dad wanted me to do. And the crazy thing about this is my dad came over to my house not that long ago. And he looked at my daughter. He looked at my wife. He looked at, you know, we're, we're in my, my new house. We're sitting there. And he teared up. And he goes, man, I'm fucking proud of you. You got a beautiful family. And that was the thing I was searching for all along. All along subconsciously, I didn't realize that's what I was searching for. But at this point in time, it wasn't like, yes, finally, that's what I've been wanting you to hear. It was just like, I did it for me. But thank you. And that's the point. You need to do it for you. That's point number one. And this is exactly what I told the man I was talking to today. And it was such a crazy conversation. I mean, it got deep. He was crying. I could hear it. He told me some crazy fucking stories about his life. I told him some crazy fucking stories about my life that I haven't shared on the podcast. And you know what? I think we broke through a little bit. And I told him, this is number two. This is the most important thing about the podcast. Action alleviates anxiety 100% of the time. Because he was afraid to go to the gym. He was afraid to be around other people. He was afraid to attack his goals. He was afraid of what other people would think. He was constantly searching for the acceptance in this feeling of worthiness from somebody else instead of within him. And I told him, the only way to eliminate anxiety and stress and overwhelm and this feeling of being insecure and self-judgment, because all the shit you think these other people are thinking about you, man, they're not. That's you. You are projecting your judgment onto other people. When you walk in the gym and you have these crazy stories and insecurities going on in your head and you think all these people are thinking these crazy fucking things about you and it's tearing you apart, it's crushing your motivation to change and it's freezing you so you can't do anything about it. You can't take action. It's this quicksand feeling. We, we all know this feeling of stress, depression, anxiety. It feels like fucking quicksand. It's yourself. You're creating these stories in your head and you're projecting it onto other people. The only way to stop projecting these stories, the only way to stop creating these stories and eliminate, like I said, stress, overwhelm, anxiety, depression, insecurities, is to take action. Action alleviates anxiety. Because one of two things are going to happen. You're going to take action and you're going to fucking win. And you're going to sit back. You're going to, man, I did it. On my own, by myself, because of me. And man, that wasn't that bad. 
Why have I been waiting so long? <laughs> Should have done this a long time ago. Or, scenario two, you take action and you fucking fail. You fall flat on your face. But you get up and you go, hmm, I'm alive. I definitely just learned what not to do in order to get to my goal. And you know what? That wasn't that bad. I think I'm going to give it another try. Nobody's laughing at me. Nobody's judging me. In fact, nobody gives a fuck. That's the powerful thing. Shit. That's another lesson in this one. Nobody actually gives a shit. Isn't that funny? Nobody cares. Nobody cares if you win or fail. Very rarely. Damn sure don't care if you fail. There's some loved ones in your corner. There's some people that really care about you. They want to see you win. Think about that. The only people that matter in your life, they they only want to see you win. But if you fail, they don't care. Like, ah, you failed. Big deal, man. (laughs) Nut up. Let's go. (laughs) It's, It's not a big deal. But the point is, is that action, you just took action and now you've just eliminated anxiety because you either win or you fail, but either way you realize it's not that bad. So if you're listening to this podcast today, number one, I appreciate you listening to my stories and my rants. I know sometimes I can just go everywhere, but I just got off this really powerful phone call that was literally just me jumping on the phone with the guy because I said I would. And I just wanted to talk to him. I wanted to help him. I knew I could. And that's what you do when you're a good fucking human being, in my opinion. But I just got off. I literally hung up the phone, pushed record, and just started talking. <laughs> so I appreciate you being here. But I hope that you take something away. Number one, you should be doing this all for yourself. You need to take action today and do it for yourself. Do it for yourself. Number two, it's not going to be that bad. Win or lose, it is not that bad. And if you lose, nobody gives a shit. So just do it. Because the worst thing that can happen is you get a little hurt, you know? And that's like physically if you try something. Like I think of skateboarding, right? When I try something, what's the worst thing? I have? Well, I fucking scrape my knee. That's it. I ain't doing shit big enough to break my neck. <laughs> but the point is, is nothing bad. The only good can come out of it. I mean, realistically, nobody cares if you fail. So there's no embarrassment. And if there is embarrassment, it's a self-projected story, which you need to grab onto that lesson here. Everything you think people are thinking or that you worry about is just self-judgment that you're projecting on other people. And anybody who truly judges you for who you are and what you're doing is not somebody you want in your life anyway. Shit. I used to think this all the time. I used to tell myself this all the time. Take action and just fucking jump in because worst case, you fail and you'll see if people judge you. You'll see if people hate on you. You see if people will change. Shit, some people change when you win. All that does is open your eyes to who cares about you and who should be in your life. Nipsey also has that saying, if, you have, if your circle doesn't lift you up, you don't have a circle, you have a cage. Right? So figure out who's putting you in a cage and who's your circle that is rising with you or helping you rise up. And the best way to find that out is to just go. It's just, just take action. Win or lose, succeed or fail, you will see who's really in your corner. So shit, worst case scenario, you lose some people, but it's for the right reason. And that's very rare. Most of the time, people just want to see you win. So look, action, it, it, it completely alleviates anxiety every single time. It alleviates stress, overwhelm, depression insecurities. You got to do this for you. You are the only person that can determine your self-worth and your actions will determine that self-worth. They will prove to you. And this is the other thing that I was telling him. The more you take action in life, think about this. this This is fucking powerful. 
the more you take action in life, the more you will accept yourself and fully embrace your worthiness. Because we talked about this too. You can't even accept love from other people if you don't love yourself. And I'm going to call people out. And I know people like this. And I've called them out. I've had clients like this. I've had family like this. I've had friends like this. I have had loved ones like this that do this. And I call them out right away. And I'm like, stop fucking doing that. It's not right. And it's deflecting compliments. I give you a compliment. And you make it reason, excuse, or some rationalization as to why it's not valid. Or you throw something else that sucks about you, right? I say, Matthew, your hair looks great today. And you throw out about how your shirt's all fucked up. <laughs> what? I was talking about your hair. And you deflected that compliment. You don't accept the compliment from me. You don't accept the love or appreciation from me or the gratitude from me because you don't have that love, acceptance, or gratitude for yourself. And that's hard, but it's true. We all know people that deflect it. Shit, you might be listening to this and you're like, fuck, I do that too. And I get it. I used to do it as well. Now I'm like, thank you. I love my haircut. (laughs) I will gladly accept the compliment. Why? Because I do love myself. I've worked really hard to get to a place where I can be like, you know what? I I do love myself and accept myself. The only reason I love myself is because I accepted myself. But once you accept that, not only can you love people harder, but you can accept love from other people. Because think about this. If somebody says, I love you or I appreciate you, if you don't see love in yourself, if you don't see acceptance in yourself, you can't accept that because you can't even internalize it. You can't even accept it because you don't know it's possible. You don't know it's actually true. You don't think it's true. If I don't believe this, why would I believe you telling me it? Right? If you say the sky is red, I'm saying, no, it's not. It's blue. Say the sky, I should probably say, because sometimes it is red, <laughs> depending on the sunset. So I should say, like, if you say the sky is fucking green, I guess. I mean, northern lights. I guess the sky being a different color is, is a bad scenario here. If you tell me that most pigs are purple or blue or green, I'm going to say, no, you're wrong because I know better, right? But if I didn't know better, if I didn't believe you, you know, I can't. And that's a weird fucking analogy, but just think about it like this. If you don't love yourself, you don't appreciate yourself, if you don't have gratitude towards yourself, you can't visually see or internalize somebody else feeling that way about you, so you ignore it, you deflect it, you don't accept it, it's fucked up, and now you're hurting somebody else. So, I'm going to bring this one to to a halt and to an end. First of all, happy Monday, I hope you guys are crushing it. Number two... I get amped up on these. So again, I appreciate you, you listen to this, but, but you have to listen to these prime lessons because these have changed my life and they're all things that usually are subconscious. So it's hard for us to see and it's hard for us to understand, but you got to do it for yourself. You got to achieve self-love, self-acceptance. You need to create your own worthiness and that comes from action. Number two, stress, overwhelm, anxiety. They're only eliminated by consistently taking action because if you consistently take action, you create achievements, results, and success in your own life that will not allow you to deflect or deny your worthiness. You have too much to show for right? But success and results only come from action. So the more you take action, the less anxiety you have and the more achievements you have to show for yourself. So now you can see that you are worth it. You are the shit. You're great because you're killing it. You got to think about these. Last but not least, you got to accept yourself. You got to love yourself. You got to appreciate yourself first or else you won't be able to accept it from anybody else. And that's a problem. Stop deflecting compliments.